This is Defiance County Economic Development's Working It Podcast, proudly sponsored by Defiance County Ohio Means Jobs. Join us as we take a behind-the-scenes look at innovative companies located right here in our great county, working hard to make dynamic products and services for the nation and the world. Along with today's special guest, here's your host, Erica Willitzer. Well, thanks for joining us. We are on the Work In It podcast. I'm your host, Erica Willitzer with Defiance County Economic Development Office. And we are proudly sponsored by Ohio Means Jobs of Defiance County. And with us today, we have the mayor of Defiance, Mayor Mike McCann. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Eric. I'm really excited to be here uh, together again. when don't we see each other on a daily basis? Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous how much we see each other. But that's because good things are happening. You're absolutely correct. Good things are happening. You know, we had an a, uh, example that yesterday where we were meeting with that developer, taking him around town and showing us. And, and the developer looks at us and says, man, you guys really got it going here. And, you know, I'm not sure where I can help because you have so many things going on. You know, that's exciting. But then you and I talk about it, and we're not really running at full capacity yet, so we're seeing all kinds of ways that uh, we can still work to grow and expand and improve on our community. I think there's this misconception that if you have a couple key players in a smaller, quote, community, that you don't need anything else. And if we really want to up our game, we actually invite multiple developers to come in. Well, that's right. And, and you know, that sort of of uh, excitement between developers they're competitive individuals really from the beginning so having that uh, those competitive juices flowing between developers who can outdo the other is always a good thing absolutely always a good thing yeah and we've had a lot of good things happen here recently we had the groundbreaking of descender low curly a, a fertilizer plant that's out of phoenix arizona and you were the one that really set the stage extremely well, talking about the story of how we brought them here. And um, I'm going to kind of hand it over to you on what that experience was like. Well, it, you know, it was a good experience for this us. Anytime you have a new company choose your community over many, many others across the country, it, it is an exciting thing. And it's, it's very, very flattering. But this one was extra special, primarily because we got a project for Enterprise Industrial Park, uh, Larry and Ray Plummer, who, who founded that park, developed that park, uh, saw it develop in front of their eyes. Sadly, Larry passed. But what a great honor for the, those two men and that family in, 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 in bringing this project home. And please don't give me all the credit. You deserve a ton of credit yourself. Well, it, it took a, a whole lot of people. Um, it's not... As you know, it's not just the two of us. There's so many people that are involved with putting all of these deals together and making it happen, including Larry Plummer himself, who, like you said, unfortunately passed away. But I know um, throughout the entire process, he called me and he's like, wait, where, where, where are we at? Where are we at? And all, if, for those of you that knew Larry, he was uh, a real estate agent. He loved the art of negotiation. He could not wait until he got to negotiate the land deal. That's right. And, and he did a phenomenal job doing it. And I have to believe that they were high-fiving at St. Peter's Gate. I just really honestly have to believe that. So, yeah, it's, it's exciting to have that project under our belt. It would be even more exciting 
uh, next year when they start construction and uh, it's, it's just great news for us. And you know we were talking about the different partners that are involved with a deal like that. One of the components that we, we really hadn't presented when we were pitching a project before um, was the in-depth training programs that we have at our disposal. We actually brought Northwest State Community College into that pitch, and gave, they gave a presentation on how they couldn't customize boiler controls to TKI, uh, to Cinderella Curley, and that was one of the selling points for them. You know, that, that component out of Northwest State is, State is literally amazing, and, and the relationship that you've developed there with that team and their willingness to adapt any training syllabus, if you will, to a local employer is it's truly amazing. And, and kudos to them for being so flexible. I'm only just getting to know President Hernandez, but uh, it's, it's just spectacular what they've done. It is spectacular, and um, we need all the help we can get when it comes to Workforce, And I know that we have a workforce manager here, Hannah Waterman. She's fabulous. She'll help with recruitment needs. And we, we talk a lot about workforce in our office. Again, I would always say if you're listening and have some workforce needs, we can definitely help you with a strategy plan and assist there. But there's one thing that you always say is going to be the key to solving the workforce issue. And it's housing, Erica. I truly believe that you know, Defiance is a little over 17,000 people. And my observation is most people that want to work are working. So how do we expand that workforce? And that's bring more families here. You know, we, we've talked about different housing projects that are beginning to develop. We're reasonably confident that the multifamily units that are being proposed for behind Northtown Mall are going to move forward. I think we have worked very, very hard with the residents of the Wooded Acres subdivision to make sure that they're as happy as they can be. Are they overly overwhelmed, overly excited about this project? No, they're not. But nonetheless, it is a property that's owned by the Isaac family, and that's how they'd like to develop. The other property that we had something cooking on was out south by the Defiant City School campus, owned by uh, the Zimmerman family. And we were, we were close to doing a deal with a group out of Indiana, but when it came right down to it, um, that was at a time when interest rates were starting to go up, uncertainties in the economy, just like we have now, and that developer backed out. It was their first move into Ohio, and I believe they were uh, a little bit uh, overwhelmed by the difference doing business here as it, as it was for them in Indiana. But the Zimmermans, kudos to them, they went ahead with that annexation, so that land is now inside our city which makes it much easier to develop. We're continuing to market that. We've talked to some other residential developers about what some of the opportunities are, and we'll just have to see how things go. But the housing is something we need to continue to work on. I don't want to say work, work harder at because we're working hard at it now, but we just need to keep working it. Well, I would tell any developer, and I actually do tell housing developers this, in Defiance County alone, with a lot of the 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 projects that we haven't even announced with different expansions, we are anticipating around three to 500 new positions being created in the next three to five years. There is going to be a demand and there's a huge opportunity here in Defiance and they need to take it. Skilled positions, Erica, well-paying jobs are the things that we look for and that's what you just described. 
And, uh, you know, I can't wait. It's going to be exciting for us. And uh, it will come. You, you look at the history of Defiance from the time I was a little boy, as General Motors grew, Johns Manville grew, other companies came to Defiance. We saw housing develop, uh, Barringer's Edition, Huffman Edition, Northfield Edition. All these various subdivisions grew because our industry grew. So again, as our industry grows again and new industry locates here, that housing will happen. We just have to be ready and do everything we can to, to help make it happen. And so far, it seems like everybody's on board with doing what needs to be done. One of the things that I do want to mention is something that we talk about a lot, and it's called being responsive. And I would tell you that one of the things that drew me to this position was being a part of your team and the other municipalities in Defiance County and just how responsive they are to business leaders, business um, owners that are thinking about coming into Defiance County. And we even just last week had a meeting where we're like, how can we make permitting better, the, a better experience? I mean, it doesn't, sound, it doesn't sound glamorous, but those are the kinds of things that we talk about. Well, it is. And those permits have to be in place and certain inspections have to take place. And the City of Defiance doesn't have a commercial building inspection department. We did at one time, but it was abandoned many, many years ago. So those inspections have to come out of Columbus. So making sure that all the appropriate permits are in place and requests for inspections are in place are something that that we need to help folks with because they don't always understand. If there's an architect involved, generally the architect can guide that building owner through the process. But when that architect isn't there, then uh, we have to uh, do that as well. And I have to give kudos to our fire chief, Bill Wilkins, and Tim Bowling, the assistant fire chief. They've been really, really good about handholding, if you will, some of these folks through that process. And even our rank-and-file firefighters have gone out and done some of those inspections too. So I'm pretty proud of our team, but we just need to put a system in place that will help these building owners work through the process it could because it is a process yes it is another process and it's coming up is the dreaded b word budget well yeah you know and and i will tell you that john leonard our finance director who we all really enjoy working with i know you work as closely with him as what i do but john will tell you this this is the part his part of the year that he enjoys the most putting this whole thing together millions and millions and millions of dollars is John loves it. He loves it. And, and meeting with all the division heads, uh, determining what all they need is, is something else he enjoys. And I don't know whether everybody understands all the divisions that we have at the city, but it, it's a big number. And although some divisions are combined under one division head, and I won't begin to mention all of them, but you've got police, you've got fire, you've got streets, you've got water distribution, you have parks, you have cemetery. You have water, we have wastewater, and engineering, and it just goes on. So those are all divisions, and John will meet with those division heads individually. Uh, New City Administrator Ryan Mack will be in those meetings. I'll be in some of those meetings, um, and, and, and they'll just discuss what their needs are. Now, we, we, we talk all along, like, couldn't we do this a little bit better, and, and what do we need to do that? Is it additional hardware, additional computer software? Is it a piece of equipment? I, one of the things that folks really think that we're doing now that's kind of cool is our how we handle our leaf pickup. We've got two new leaf machines that have remote snouts that just uh, one driver 
drives along and moves that snout around to collect all the leaves. And it's, it's a very efficient process because it's one vehicle with one operator. There's not a lot of raking involved or anything like that. Seems like a small item. That was a three-quarter of a million dollar investment in those two vehicles. But it's made us so much more efficient. And we do such a better job. Uh, again, it's a small thing, but I've received a lot of compliments about how well those work. Our old system was pretty antiquated very labor-intensive, and uh, it really didn't do a very good job, but we're on top of it now. That's cool. Well, you just made budget sound interesting. John Leonard, uh, yeah, he is one heck of a guy. I love working with him, and I know I drive him crazy with some of my ideas, <laughs> but he does seem to get me back down to earth on things. Well, you know, it, it, we don't stop at the city. You know that. You and I start talking early in the morning, sometimes on your drive into work, and I see emails between you and John going into 10, 11 o'clock into the evening. So it's just good to have a team that we've put together that uh, have an interest in moving city and county forward. Absolutely. Well, as far as, I mean, a lot of good things are happening in Defiance, but there's always obstacles. What would you say some of the obstacles are in Defiance currently that we need to try to overcome well, workforce, I mean, we, yep, already, yep. we already talked about that. And maybe, you know, at that point, I'm stating the obvious. Uh, the other thing is right now, our zoning code isn't, uh, isn't the most friendly code to work with. And we're going through a major overhaul. You're part of that. You sit in those meetings where, where we're beginning to do a comprehensive plan for our entire community. And, and we're going to have to look at things different, doing things the same way today that they were done 20 years ago or 40 years ago just isn't working. So a big upgrade on that zoning code is going to be important. Uh, we, we, we need land, and we have a lot of land in and around Defiance, but we don't have people that want to sell. And that is 100% they're right. If they don't want to sell, they don't want to sell. But uh, having available land for development is something that's important to us too. And uh, we need the community support. The community support is, is very, very important. I talked a little bit at city council last night about my frustration with, with social media. And you know this as well as I do, that when a company starts to look at defiance, they go to the social media pages and, and look at what's being posted on Facebook or tweeted on Twitter. And uh, they see things that maybe turn them off. In fact, they've asked us about those things. Well, these people are saying this or these people are saying that. And sometimes... They aren't even people I know, and that puzzled me at first. Boy, I don't know this person. I need to talk to them, only to find out it's somebody using an alias. So folks on social media need to take into consideration everything that they're doing. We're working hard on quality of life. As you know, Erica, it's been a big priority of my administration. We've uh, done a 180-degree turnaround in our parks, all updated equipment. Certainly Nikki Warnicky, our city planner, and Melinda Sprower, our engineer. Rob Saragan, our parks director all deserve a lot of credit for what we've accomplished in our parks. It's literally amazing and makes me very proud. Oh, I can tell you, it's a it's a big change from when I would drive by those parks, I don't know, over four years ago. Really wasn't anybody playing in them. And now I'm seeing like so many families that are having their lunches, their kids are playing on the equipment. The, the, the splash pad is incredible. I actually will just take, if I need a break, I'll just go out there and sit and watch. And it's really, it's, it's neat. You've had, your team has had a significant impact on the quality of life and defiance because of that. 
That was one of our main objectives. Yeah. I'm not going to say mission accomplished, though, because we'll never be done. No, we're never done. And then as far, I know you talk, touched upon some of the obstacles. Obviously, we have a lot. But in your role, and, I, and I, I'm getting to know you quite well, you live and breathe Defiance, Ohio. You are in its fabric. And I know you only want what's best. So my question for you is, what is the hope for this city? I believe more and more what we need to do is we talk about creating vibrancy in our downtown and we need to do that even more. Again, we're with that developer yesterday. They were just ooing and eyeing about our downtown. But you and I, when we look at it with a more critical eye and, and Ryan Mack and Kirsty Mack at the Development and Visitors Bureau, they look at they look at our downtown and they still see a lot of room improvement now. Brian Keller's undertaking that at the three in the 300 Clinton block there. Amazing what Brian is going to do and the amount of money he's invested. It's an insane amount of money. And, uh, but he sees that as his contribution to our community and how we can make our community better. And Brian recognizes that a strong defiance helps him grow his business. And he's got some wild, uh, lofty, goals and objectives, as you well know, for his business. So strengthening our downtown has to be an important thing. Uh, people talk about drugs. Drugs are everywhere, but I'm not the mayor of everywhere, and you aren't the economic development of everywhere. So we need to work through these drug issues. It can be a little bit scary sometimes, and I believe we are working at the issues. We're, we're arresting the people that need to be arrested. We're watching others, and we'll move that along. So um, other than that, it's just maintaining our infrastructure, new water lines, new sewer lines, paving our streets. We've got beautiful schools here in the Defiance Schools, Northeastern and Ayersville. So we certainly have strong educational facilities already in place. And really overall, I talked about drugs briefly, but our crime rate is good. We've got two great hospitals. I'm looking out your window here at the Mercy Complex. But on the other side of town, we have ProMedica. So we've got strong health care here. And... Uh, Really, we do have it all. We we really have it all. We just need to improve a little bit what we've got and, and grow our community. Sounds good. Well, we're going to wrap things up. One quick question, and then I will let you get out of my hair. I know we see a lot of each other. Um, and I'm going to kind of just drop this on you, and I probably should. Here we go. I know. I, pro I was thinking, oh, should I do it? Should I wonder I? if there was a gotcha question. <laughs> <laughs> what do you hope your legacy is after you've stop being the mayor or you go into the pearly gates. Yeah. <laughs> two lots at the back of Riverside Cemetery along the river, Lori and I have reserved for ourselves. Um, I, uh, I think uh, all I would ask is that people understand that I always had the community's best interest in my heart. You can argue about what we've tried to do and that may not have been someone else's approach, but that's my approach, and that's what I'm elected to do. I do listen to other people a lot and, and their perspective on things. But I, I just hope that, uh, you know, when people look back at, at my administration in 10 years or 20 years, like we look back at administrations now, that they say, you know, he, he made some improvements in our parks, he maintained our infrastructure, and in a smart way, in a smart way, he grew our community. But... I hope they don't give me all the credit because there's 
180 people that work for the city of defiance that deserve just as much credit as i do well you have an amazing team and i am very blessed to get to work with them every day we feel the same way well thanks again mayor mike mccann with the city of defiance thanks for joining us and listening to the working it podcast thank you erica i had fun Thank you for joining us. Find all of our Working It podcast episodes on our website, defiancecountyed.com, or your favorite podcast app like Apple, Google, or Spotify.